Welcome to the Liberty Podcast with your host, Pastor Robert Maxey, Senior Pastor of Liberty Church of Baton Rouge. It's our prayer that this podcast will be life-changing for you and that you will share it with someone else. Now, here is Pastor Rob. Today we'll be coming from the book of Matthew, chapter 
our people that are following us to teach them. Mm -hmm. And he takes the time to teach them and to, to, to lead them in a process by asking them questions mm -hmm. that causes them to think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to yeah. think outside of the box. Yeah. And so it, it bewilders me the answers that they give because the first answer that they give to the question is who do men think that I am? Is some say that you're John the Baptist. You do realize that John the Baptist baptized me. So the question, the answer just kind of <laughs> doesn't make sense. But he causes them to think. The question is so relevant because it's relevant to us now. Because it makes us think first, mm -hmm. who do men say that Jesus is? Yes, they do. Who do your family, your mm -hmm. friends, your mother, even your pastor mm -hmm. say that Jesus is? Mm -hmm. Because that will shape your understanding. All right. Who do? The people around you, your influences, say that Jesus is. And it's not just about what they say, it's about what they do, their actions, how they behave around their understanding yes, of yes. Jesus. Because our mouth service and our actions are totally different. Uh-oh. Because mm. we say we love Jesus and then we do something totally. Jesus even says this. He says, if you love me, you will follow me. Because he puts love and action in the same category. We don't do that, do we? Because we separate word love and action love. But Jesus places them together in this beautiful sandwich. All right. This beautiful cookie. And says they're one. Mm -hmm. He says, yeah, I need you to confess it with your mouth. Uh -huh. But also, faith without works is dead. Yes. I need action. So he asked them the question, who do men say that I am? Mm -hmm. And then he gets this understanding of what they have heard about him. Come on. And now he says, but who do you yes, say indeed. that I am? Yes. You that have walked with me and ah. seen the miracles and have heard me talk, sat at my feet, walked with me, seen me not only as someone that has healed, but saw me as someone who has cried. Mm. Come on. Mm. You saw me at my most pinnacle of, of success, but you've also saw me at my weakest. You've seen me cry. You've seen me sad. You've seen yes. me. Yes, indeed. You've yes. seen me. Mm -hmm. You've seen me preach in front of a lot of people. You've seen us have success. You've seen me preach to three people. You've seen us have failures. Yes, oh. indeed. Who do you say that I am? 
Oh, oh right. yes, it do, yes, Lord. Yes, sir. <laughs> Jesus says, who do you say that I am? Yes, it do. Now, you that have seen me as success, you that have seen me healed, not what other people have said. Mm. And Peter opens his mouth and he says, you are Yes, it do. It's really good, Peter. It's really good. And so we talked about this last week. We talked about this how minutes later, not hours, not days, but minutes later, he's being rebuked. Not just being rebuked, but he's being called Satan. Goes from oh, the, 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 this is what's been revealed to you by angels. The Holy Spirit revealed this to you upon this this rock, mm-hmm. and then minutes later, Satan get behind me. You're an offense to me. Right. Oh. Yes, right. yes. Isn't that awesome? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it shows you how quick we switch. Mm-hmm. How quick we change when we don't line up to God's plan. All right. Who do men say that I am? Who do you say that I am? Well, this is really good because this lets us know that we can have an understanding of God and not have an understanding of God at the exact same time. I know you, God, but don't know you as well. Mm-hmm. And Jesus' suffering on the cross shows the devastation, na- devastating nature of sin, the wrath of God, the cruelty of mankind, the hatred of Satan. And Calvary, mankind was allowed to do his worst to the Son of Man as he became the Redeemer of mankind. And Satan thought he had his hand on him. Mm. Thought he had won great victory, but through the cross, that the Son of God triumphed over Satan, sin, and death. And I saw through thousands of Easter Sunday messages and was so focused on what he did and less focused on why he did it. Yes, yes, yes. And even less focused on our reaction to it. Because we're so focused on getting people in the building and keeping them there instead of getting them an understanding of why they should stay. Yes, yes, yes. That's right, that's right. Yes, sir. That's it. So the question this morning is what should our reaction be? When we examine ourselves and come to an understanding that maybe I am following Jesus, but not following him at the same time. Mm. Uh-oh. Maybe I'm following him at a distance. You see, Peter had some amazing moments. His first reaction was to proclaim Jesus who Jesus is, and Jesus tells him that. But who do you say that I am? Mm. 
Simon Peter answered and said, You are Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. The verse tells us that many of us know we know Jesus and proclaim him. God is still, is still live contradictory to that understanding of who he is. I got it. I know who he is. He is the son of the living God. Yes. He died for my sin that I may live. Yes, yes. I go to church to worship him. But I live contradictory to that knowledge. <laughs> this is mind blowing. It's an emoji with the head exploding. I live contradictory to the knowledge that I understand. And so Peter, with that knowledge that tells Jesus that I will never leave you, that even tells Jesus that you are not going to the cross, in the 57th verse of the 26th chapter, and those who laid hold of Jesus led him away to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the scribes and the elders were assembled. But Peter followed him at a distance. Mm -hmm. that, that's us. We are following him at a distance. Yes, 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 yes. I see you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I see your statutes. Mm -hmm. I see your commandments. And I'm following him, but not close enough to touch them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Not close enough to be changed by them. <laughs> not close enough to my, for my life to be moved. <laughs> but close enough to see them in case I... Come on now. Oh my God. In my basketball game, there's a couple of settings when I'm playing defense. There's 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 a, a, a moderate where my player he doesn't guard the man closely, but he's close enough to where if I if he catches the ball, my guy can get to him before he shoots. He can get to him, you know what I mean? There's tight to where he gets to him, he gets right on him, so he can't shoot. And there's smolder. I keep my setting on smolder. Because smolder means he won't get the ball. That's good. I would rather be smoldering. The Bible says I'd rather you be hot or cold. I would rather be smoldering in my relationship with God because that's what he requires of us. Mm -hmm. Amen. And many of us are lukewarm. Yeah. We're not close enough to make any change. Wow. Are y'all picking up with him? Our life is contradictory to what we say we understand. Uh -oh. Meaning it's inconsistent. Mm. 
It's it's inconsistent. In one instance, he's walking on water. Peter is walking on water. In the next moment, he's sinking beneath the waves. That's us. Mm-hmm. We hear a great message, and we're walking on water. Look at me. Yes. Uh-oh. And by the time we get home, we're By every wind yep. and wave. Yep. You see, he looked out and he sees Jesus. He's able to walk on the wind, on the on the waves. Mm-hmm. He's walking on the sea. He takes his eyes off Jesus and he sees the wind and the wave. And the Bible says he sees that they're boisterous. Mm-hmm. See how, how it works? Mm. We take our eye off Jesus and we see the struggle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We see the winds and the waves are boisterous and then everything else begins to crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter boldly states, I'll go to prison with the Lord. Mm. I'll even die with him. Yet in a short time, he falls asleep while he's praying. Right. Hmm. As the Roman soldiers approach to arrest him, Peter shows remarkable courage by drawing a sword and cutting off the ear of one of the soldiers. But now the Lord is led away and we see Peter following at a distance, staying out of sight. He's inconsistent. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. What is he? Which one are you, Peter? Right. Mm. Oh. That's us. Are you on fire for him? Right. Are you cold? Come on, come on, come on. What are we? You're cutting off ears? Uh-huh. Then you're following at a distance. You're walking on water? Now you're drowning. Come on. It's the difference between hearing a great message mm. and missing church on Wednesday. Come on. Yes, I do. Mm. That's good. That's good. Peter's following at a distance. Yes, I do. Y'all could work on my mic for me. That'd be great. <laughs> it's following at a distance. Come <laughs> <laughs> Like Peter, we have moments when we live like we believe God, then days like we don't even know him. And the enemy's just fine with that, which is why every time you begin to get closer to God, he throws something your way and your walk falls apart. This is why we don't get excited when somebody posts something great about our church. Mm, (laughs) Because at the drop of a dime, that'll change. Yeah. We'll switch. Yes, it is. That's true, Pastor. Yes, it is. Can somebody say no? Because, like Peter, we all have a problem with departing. Jesus 
resurrects and he's seen on the earth he's walked with people and he shows himself to disciples in a locked room uh -huh. they stick their hands in his side mm. he eats with them mm. Yeah. They've seen him. Peter sees him. And Jesus leaves. See, this is how it works for us when we have these great and amazing services. Mm -hmm. We see Jesus. Uh -huh. <laughs> and he changes something in our lives. And then we don't show up the next service. Come on, come on. And then the week happens. And then we're like, what happened to Jesus? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. They leave. Did they crucify him again? Amen. What happened to Jesus? Yes, it did. This is what happened to Peter. Peter was in the room with the resurrected Christ. And he didn't see Jesus after that. Right. So what he does in John 21st chapter, he looks at the rest of the disciples, the rock, the one who says who Jesus is, the one who was in the room when he resurrected, the one who knew he lived, looks at the rest of the disciples and says, I'm going fishing. Yes, indeed. The rock who well, built his church, he says, I'm going fishing. He says to them, we are going fishing with you also. They said, okay, Peter, if you're going fishing, that's why you got to be careful who, who's talking. All right. Yeah. Because the rest of the disciples look at Peter and they said, we're going fishing with you. Yep. And they went out immediately and got into the boat. Mm -hmm. And I love this next verse because they, the Bible makes sure to let you know mm -hmm. that they caught nothing. Mm -hmm. Yes, it did. <laughs> because the stuff that you return to mm. is nothing there. Come on. Oh, that's good. Come on, man. Though the resurrected Lord appeared to him, Peter had yet to be confronted with the fact that he denied him. And so that guilt is still sitting on him. You see, a lot of times when we have departed and tried to come back and haven't dealt with the fact that we have departed, mm -hmm. yes, it it's so much easier to depart again. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Y'all picking that up? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Because we didn't deal with the fact that we had a, we have a departing problem. Mm -hmm. Come on. <laughs> and so Peter didn't deal with the fact that the rooster crowed. No. He never dealt with the fact that he followed at a distance. Right. He never dealt with that fact. So even though he saw Jesus in the locked room, mm -hmm. he sat down and ate with him. He came back. He still had an issue. Mm -hmm. Right. That he did not deal with. Come on, come on. Yes, sir. And he's still uncertain. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. He's uncertain about who he is. He's uncertain about his place. Mm -hmm. And even though he knows Jesus, mm. he has not dealt with what's going on inside of him. Right. Mm. All right. That's good stuff. You, you got to deal mm. with what happened. Deal with the fact that you walked away. Hmm. You gotta deal. Hmm. And see, this is an altar issue. You see, the altar came a place where people would like to stay away from, but this is an altar issue. This is a place that you have to meet Jesus yeah. at. Yes, So when Jesus meets them at the boat. The first person that Jesus talks to, it's Peter. Mm. Because Peter has to get, Jesus has to get Peter right. And so he asks him a series of questions. Peter, do you love me? Uh, yes, indeed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he begins to deal with Peter's heart. Uh, <laughs> Peter, do you love me? Yes, I love you. Can you imagine that conversation? Yeah. <laughs> yes, God, I love you. <laughs> yes, God. yes, God, I love you. By the time you ask me a third of you. <laughs> yes, indeed. That's the flower. Because that's how we have to deal. He says, I go fishing. That literally means I retire. Uh-huh. When our relationship with the Lord is distant, mm. we return to what's familiar. Mm, that's right. We return mm. to what we thought was successful. The last time Peter, the last time Peter went fishing, he threw his net on the other side, and what did he catch? He caught some fish, but he forgot Jesus was on the boat. Ah, yeah, a deep. Yes, yes, yes. Last time he was fishing, Jesus yeah. was on the boat with him. He caught a whole bunch of fish. Yeah. And he was very successful. Mm -hmm. So I'm going back to what the last thing I did was successful. And what Jesus got on the boat this time. And he catches nothing. Jesus out. Mm. Yes, indeed. You're deported to a place where Jesus was not. That's right. Come on here. Yes, yes, yes. Feed my sheep. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I asked you to be fishers of men. Come on. And you return to something that is not who you are anymore. Oh, oh yes. Help us. Help us today. Peter's trial is a trial of faithfulness. That is our trial. Mm. Our trial is always faithfulness. Yes, it is. For you and me, that's our test. It's always faithfulness in marriage and recovery. And with God, mm. will that job pull us away? Uh -oh. Oh, yes. Pull you away. Mm. Jesus. Mm. The mm. hard times make us lose faith. Mm. Well, good times cause us to fall into pride and complacency. Mm. Some of you are here this morning and you've grown distant from God. 
You're still following, mm -hmm. but it's distant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You're still coming, but it's distant. Yes, sir. You're still showing up, mm -hmm. but it's so distant now yes, sir. that it's a shadow of your former relationship oh. with God. Yes, sir. It's not even close to what it used to be. Yes. You don't pray the same. Come on. You don't worship the same. It's distant. Now it's all robotic. It's distant. It's not as close as you once did. It's not, it's not who you once were. The company that you're keeping is not whom it should be. And though you haven't said it, you by your lifestyle and conversation are denying the Lord. Oh. The next step, my friend, is you are out the door. Oh, yes, yes sir. Oh, Pastor. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, help us today. Yes, indeed. Matthew 27th chapter. It says that behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two and top to bottom, and the earth quaked. The rocks were split and the graves were opened and many bodies, the saints that had fallen asleep were raised and coming out of the graves. After his resurrection, they went into the holy temple and appeared to many. Mm. The earthquake. The earthquake. Wow. Too many of us are looking for that earth to quake and that's how we got saved because the earth quaked and it moved under us. Yes, mm. yes, yes. Moved under us. And that's exciting. That's exciting. So we look for that spirit of experience of emotion. Mm -hmm. And so we look for that every Sunday morning. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Right. We look for emotion. And no, it doesn't come every Sunday morning. We don't get emotion and we think something's wrong. Mm. Come on. Mm. I need an emotional experience and get to cry and if I didn't cry the Holy Spirit didn't move right. yes indeed that's good but relationship is real change you want to be different because you believe that God is real who do men say that I am who do you say that I am that's alright because emotional change and me making you cry is who do I say that? Mm. Who does the worship team say that? I? Mm. But when you have an understanding, you don't need me to make you emotional. You want to be different because you believe. Mm. Uh -huh. There are things that I just don't want to do with more. It's things that, that resonate in your system. Mm -hmm. All right. That's good. The worst thing for your life is for you only to be moved by earthquakes. Mm -hmm. wow. That's the worst thing in your life in your relationship with God is for you only to be moved by earthquakes because then you will be looking for them. Mm -hmm. You need someone to preach an earthquake, to sing an earthquake. You will be uh -huh. looking for them yes, all your yes. life, church to church. Yes, conference to conference. Yes. Looking for an earthquake. Prophet to prophet, preacher to preacher, apostle to apostle. I need an earthquake. Preach me one. Uh -huh. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, motivate me to follow Christ. thing for your relationship with God because the Bible tells us at some point you won't even be able to get into a church. Mm. Right. Mm, that's right. That's right. What happens Enjoy when you can't get into what? a church? Who will motivate you then? Mm -hmm. That's your thing. Yeah, mm. yeah. The second worst thing for you is for graves to be open. And you don't go out of them. Just oh. the graves were open, but they didn't come out of them until a certain point. For us to be standing at open graves, but don't walk out of them. Ah, oh, that's what many happens to many times happens to us. To be standing at open graves and the door be opened and we stand there. Yes, it is. Debating on if we should move. Yes, yes, yes. Because this grave has become comfortable. Mm. Mm. That's good. It's comfortable for me to lay here. And living has become scary. It's become frightening. And the third thing that's frightening for us to follow Christ is for us to come out of those graves and return to them at a point in time. Yes, it is. <sighs> to come out of a grave because Jesus spoke to us and something moved in our lives. But then at a point in time in our life, we return to that grave because yes, it, it is. is familiar. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's the truth. That's so true. And right now there are people that are returning to graves. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Return to what is familiar. Hmm. Return to what was comfortable. I'll just go back yeah, to yeah. my grave. Mm. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, Someone was meeting to me, I would go back to my grave. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Had a bad day, I'll go back to my grave. Yes, yes. It yes, rained yes. outside, I'll go back to my grave. Oh, Lord. That's good. The grave. Yes, 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 yes. And there are times that that grave will close for good. Yes, it will. And you won't come out of it again. That's good. Yes, indeed. Most of us tend to walk out of those graves and return to them whenever the emotion wears out. I'm so glad that Jesus never returned to the grave. That's good. And I want you to know that Jesus doesn't want you to return to a grave. He says, I need you to leave that grave vacant. Yes, indeed. Oh, Lord, that's good. Three things I want you to know this morning. Jesus. One, you must build on the right foundation. If you want to stay out of the grave, you have to build 
on the right foundation. Many of us are following at a distance because we never built on the right foundation. Matthew 7, 24 says, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. He says there's three things that you must do. He says you must first hear, you must do, and you must build. Yes. And all right, all right, all right. Got it done? Yes, sir. You must hear. You must do what you hear. Mm -hmm. And you must build. Come on, amen. We have to listen. Take in what we've heard. For many of us, that's hard right off the bat. Because we don't listen well. But not only do we hear, the Bible says, don't only be hearers of the word, but do it. Uh -huh. It says we got to do what we've heard. That's good. That's good. And then when we begin to do them, build on this. Yes, indeed. Build our life on these Found on this foundation, on these statutes. Mm. This is the foundation. Yes, indeed. That's good. That's good. He says, This is a wise man. Mm. This is a wise woman. Mm. The second thing is this. Olivia, you can come back. Is that you must know him for yourself. That's right. Uh huh. That's good. Yeah. You, you got to know That's him good. for yourself. This is not your mother's Jesus. This is oh, not oh, your pastor's oh, Jesus. This is not your friends or your 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 pastor's wife's Jesus. This oh, is yours. Yes. This is for you. Yes. This is for you. Yes. And see, when you don't have a relationship with him for yourself, it's easy to depart. All right. It's easy to walk away. It's easy to follow at a distance because you don't have a relationship with him for yourself. That's good stuff. That's good. He says, I need you to have a relationship with him for yourself. Yes, indeed. That's good. Job says this in the 42nd verse. He says, I've heard of you by the hearing of the ear. But now I see you. And many of us have a, a hearing of him. We've heard about him. Uh-huh. We heard about him. Yes. But we have never seen him for ourselves. Ooh. We've never seen him for ourselves. Uh -huh. And it was on a beach. After catching no fish. That Peter really sees Jesus. You mean after seeing the miracles? You mean after walking on water? You mean after seeing his resurrected body come into a locked door? He'd never seen him, but seeing him on a beach, asking him three questions, do you love me? Yes, indeed. Then Peter really gave an understanding. That's good, that's good. Jesus. 
It was there. It was there when he says, Peter, feed my sheep. Because you know why? It was there that he dealt with Peter's understanding. It was there when he looked at Peter and says, I forgive you for denying me three times. It was there when Peter got an understanding of me. Come on down. Yes, all right. If he had that dealt with Peter right there, Peter would have always walked around with the fact that he walked away. He walked away. And people right now that have walked away, if they never deal with it, they will always depart. Come on now. Thank you. 